Welcome back to Paperback Besties, where we are besties who like to read and like to talk about it. I'm Rachel. And I'm Callan. And today is Divine Rivals Part 2. We have finished the book. Finished the book? I finished this book in two sittings, so we did say in the first episode that we thought it was a little bit slow, but it definitely became a quicker read in the second half. I will give it that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, I have two days to finish this. I finished it in one. It did really pick up. Overall, what is your rating of this book in terms of Goodreads stars? I gave it a three. I gave it a four. I wasn't sure if your four was a 3.5 or a four because we have discussed before where you round up. Mm -hmm. So is it a four, four? It's a three and a half. It's a three and a half. Okay. 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 Yeah. I round up. Um, I think it was good. I, I understand why, because it's become a, a very big book. Like, it's hard to get hands-on copies. Like, it's sold out everywhere. It's become very popular. I understand why people like it. I just don't think I'm the people who love it. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. <laughs> what, what, okay, what didn't you, what makes you say that? Well, I understand. It's very romance. It's like a very romance plot in a fantasy background as opposed to what I think you and I both prefer which is like a fantasy foreground with a romance yes I do agree with that I yeah yeah like for example we just read fourth wing which I actually saw a tiktok and I keep mentioning these tiktoks and I should probably credit people but I don't know who it was but she said that fourth wing is like a fantasy it's like a it's a fantasy romance for romance readers wanting to get into fantasy. Yes. Agreed. And that this is a romance for fantasy readers trying to get into romance. Yes. Same and thing with A Corn of Thorns and Roses. Um, that was my first fantasy. And mm-hmm. as much as I do not like everything from the second book on, I think it is... That book is very similar to Fourth Wing in the sense that, yeah, I I totally agree with that. It's it's a good stepping stone. And now yeah. I like now I read like fantasy books that I never thought that I would ever read, um, because of A Court of Thorns and Roses. And I can see why so many people reach for that book, and I can see why so many people reach for Fourth Wing in that sense. So yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, I speaking like as a fantasy reader in this genre who kind of started up again with like the Schwab and. Akatar when I started rereading that like reading again in 2020 or whatever this left me feeling like there wasn't enough fantasy in it for me to like truly mm-hmm. think it was a fantasy book it was it was more of a romance book but there was also a war like if there was no gods and no fantasy plot in this and it was just essentially like well the typewriters are, are a thing but ignoring the typewriters if it was just a war mm-hmm like if it was World War One, I, I feel like it wouldn't be any different. Right. Right. I think to elaborate a little bit more on what you're saying is it lacked the fantasy aspect because the world building just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. The world building was not there in this. And I was thinking about this. This goes back to a, the first discussion that we had was how we were saying like, I was like, maybe you can help me out here. I have no idea what time period this is. And you kind of had no idea either. And Mm -hmm. there's these war with the gods and I was kind of lost. I Mm -hmm. I don't know where we are. I don't know what's happening. I I mean, we get kind of the backstory, but I feel like I needed more of a setup. Mm -hmm. That was my biggest issue with the fantasy aspect of it. And you think when you have something, these gods at war, 
there's going to be more of a setup. I, I know it's a duology. I kind of wish that the first book was focused more on them corresponding typewriter wise, slowly falling in love gradually. I will get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and kind of setting the scene, building this war up that, I mean, if you're gods and you're warring bigger than, I don't fucking know. I don't even know what I'm saying. But anyway, it's, no. it's big. It's, it's bigger than just humans or, you know, whatever the fuck. Just warring because whatever, why. Like Yeah, like they just have yeah. human forces fighting for them. Like, And yeah. he has, Dakra has like these beasts or whatever that are fighting for him. But they're really kind of just like a like a one-off thing. Like the, the hellhounds or whatever who run through the town really mm-hmm. are only mentioned like once. Yeah. And then the like. I was picturing them like dragons, but like the the big ethereal or ethereal or whatever mm-hmm. they were called, flying and dropping bombs. They were kind of just airplanes. Like they weren't like yeah. creatures. They weren't like given personality or given story or given like oh this is terrifying. Yeah, it was like if that was an airplane because she got scared seeing the wing. Right, if that was an airplane, it would be the same thing. Yeah. So it didn't feel very fantastical to me. Right. The only thing that was fantastical was like you said the typewriters, and I wish yeah. we spent more time with that mm-hmm. and the same i just realized like i had a question in the first episode about like why is this house magical that his house can just yeah. like we never established that no, we never, never touched on never touched no one on. else has a magical house the b&b that's standing after all the bombs is not magical in any way or described as being yeah it's very strange um but i do like again i do see why people like this because sometimes i'll read a romance book and like what i struggle within it is just like certain elements or tropes in the romance plot itself um but people love it so people i feel like you would people who like don't mind quick stories or quick romances would love this book and i i get it it's well written it's very like poetic yeah 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 i think rebecca ross is a great writer Mm -hmm. um you've read a River Enchanted. I have yet to read it, but um, it's on my TBR. I think I gave it four stars, too. No, I think you gave that one five. Really? Yeah, I think you gave it five. You gave the second one three, I believe. Um, I think it was four and three. Oh, my bad. Because I, I remember being like, this was a really beautiful book, but it wasn't like... It wasn't like a perfect book to me. It wasn't like, this is amazing. I yeah. want to reread this. Yeah, so you rated it a four. Um, I bet it's a great... I bet it's a good book. Um, I think she's a good writer. This just wasn't for me. I feel like I gave it a three and a half just because I might. And it was kind of forgettable because the fantasy wasn't there. And for me, the romance just really fell on its face. This was not enemies to lovers. I will not categorize this. You will not categorize this as enemies to lovers. The enemies in books, if you're enemies to lovers, do not get married or propose to spoiler alert sorry on page Mm -hmm. 270 no 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 and I also felt like even because I was like oh maybe I'll classify it as like rivals to lovers but they weren't really they were just both competing for the same spot but they weren't really there was no like hostility there there was no like arguments there was just her being like he's annoying and I'm like yeah why is he annoying yeah and like I do love when he falls first I love that don't get me wrong and like this was totally that case but it still wasn't there I actually prefer Roman to Iris oh yeah same I have a whole document on my phone why Iris is dumb 
I think the three and a half stars is purely for Roman and that's it. Yeah, I actually, I mean, I get like they get, propo- he proposes early and stuff, but I think he's very romantic. I think he's very sweet. I like yes. him as a character. Um, and I don't dislike Iris. I just wish she was given more, I don't know. She has like miscommunication in her own brain. Like she makes assumptions about things and then she like acts on them. And I'm like, you have no. Yeah. No, that's not what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I think that's number two on my list. Um, <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I mean, it's great that I, I totally get why he proposed. I think it was very romantic. But the thing is, I went in this for enemies to lovers. I didn't go into this for a romantic proposal, which was great. Mm-hmm. On page 270. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love that if it was the second book. 270 of the second book. Yeah, I would love that. Not of the first book. So I wish we got more of them slowly, gradually going from enemies to rivals or rivals in general to iffy friends to then lovers throughout a span. That's just what I prefer. I like a slow burn. I think it's more realistic. I do not like insta-love. This is kind of what it felt like. Mm -hmm. Wasn't my cup of tea, personally. Yeah, and in the first episode when we talked about this, we were saying, like, I bet that there's going to be this long, drawn-out miscommunication when yes. she figures out who it is, and she's going to hear him clacking in the other room, and all. I feel like all of our theories were so much better yeah. than what it actually was. So, like, on page 184 is when we stopped. I remember that. I don't remember the chapter, but yeah, I, right when he showed up, we stopped, and yeah, then, like, yeah, five chapters later, he was mm-hmm. like, it's me, by the way. And two chapters later, they were engaged. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that maybe it's just the way, because I've only read River Enchanted and A Fire Endless in sequel, and both of them were, like, solid, it was good books. Like, <laughs> if somebody asked me how they were, I'd be like, it was good. But it wasn't, like, something to write home about to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe it's just the way that she writes, because those are very, um, I guess, like, show, not tell, but in, like, a... Mm. sense not tell like she'll describe like the field and what it smelled like and what it looked like with the flowers whipping in the wind and it's very like imat like a visual Mm -hmm. i feel like she does that a lot in this book maybe it's just the way she writes which is fine but she'll be like the thing with the garden and like they spent so much time out in the garden yeah and at the end of the day it's none of it mattered i think it only mattered because that's where they got married yeah but like you could have said maybe in one or two scenes like and then they were working in the garden and like and just described like a is like a like a punctuation as opposed to like the entire scene is ripping out the weeds and seeing these little green Mm -hmm. buds popping up and oh my god and i was like i feel like you spent so much time on the stuff that wasn't important yeah you didn't cover any of the stuff that i felt like i had questions about agreed agreed and, like, none of that, I don't feel like the magic house is going to get covered in the second book. It doesn't seem like where we're going. Right. I I do love when you come from different backgrounds. I want more of um, Anya Taylor-Joy and her bomb making. Like, Yeah, where she just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, she literally, he we was, never heard from her. Right. Again. He was just like, yeah, I dipped everyone. Um, I'm here now. So that's cool. It's like, oh, okay, well, why didn't I get that? Mm-hmm. if i was the editor i'd be like i want you know you added roman's point of view cool i want that mm-hmm. i also feel like we got a lot of roman's point of view in the first half and then not that much in the second half Really, i don't feel like we got a lot of his at all well we got 
a fair like with his background about the dinner with his parents. Yeah, that's and true. And we got a little bit of that. That's true. And I, f- I felt like it was a maybe like a 60-40 split in the first half. And then in the second half, I think we got maybe like one or two segments where yeah. we were hearing from him. And I feel like he was more interesting in the second half. Well, she was making very questionable decisions in the second half, so. I'm not going to lie, by like chapter 38, I was kind of over it. Basically when... Oh, they choose to stay? Yeah, when Avalon Buff was getting attacked, I was just Mm -hmm. kind of like, not skimming, I still read it, but I was just like, all right, just get me to the end. Like, I guess because I was so lost and now in this world building was not there that when the war happened, I was like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't really like war stories, and this did turn very much from fantastical romance to a war story, which I get, like, the plot is that there's a war, but, like, I felt like what most of the... I don't know. It was mostly a war story at the end. Yeah, if it was more fantastical, it would be less of a feel-like war story, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the trope that you didn't like? I don't like... um, when a girl or a woman or whatever the female character gets like forcibly like carried away from a situation like she just like gets picked up like she's so little and somebody like drags her away and she's like kicking and screaming and trying to get away and it's like oh i'm so small and female that i can't possibly get away from this strong person dragging me Mm. i feel like that doesn't happen that often but when it does i'm like i don't like this (laughs) yeah agreed yeah i was very confused i was like i'm kind of uncomfortable um, mm-hmm. And then it turned out to be her brother. Mm-hmm. And I did not like how shady he was being, mm-hmm. which, you know, I understand. We'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But I was just very. And then and then next thing you know, they're back in Oath. And I was like. 600 kilometers? Before we found out. Like, yeah. Like, oh, what? Yeah. And, th- and that's when I was even more like, this is after chapter 38. And I was even more like, oh, I'm so done here. Mm-hmm. And then I was kind of interested when he was like, oh, I'm actually fighting for Dacra, for Dacra now. I'm like, okay, that piques my interest a little bit. But yeah. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. So yeah, I was not happy about how three paragraphs later they were back in Oath. And kind of on that note, how it ends with Dacra's um, point of view. And how they come across basically a dead Roman. So what he's at, like, I, I, they take him underground, which cool, awesome. Mm-hmm. But is he a zombie now? <laughs> like, what's happening? Is is Forrest a zombie? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And I can't imagine, like, if the world building up here was subpar, what's it gonna be like down there? I don't. And he doesn't have his typewriter, so. Neither one of them has their typewriter. No, I was very concerned about that. Me too. And I was like, is anyone going to go back? Right. When we're making the dash bags, is no one going upstairs to get the typewriter? The typewriters were in the kitchen because they were typing together. They were working together. It was right there. I was very concerned. I didn't like that. Yeah. And considering the typewriters are sort of the leading plot point in the whole book. Yeah, I was I was very um, upset about that. Mm-hmm. Especially because they're so rare. Yeah. What yeah. happened to the third one? The are third, we going to find the third one? The third one? one's in a museum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
it was a quick, easy read. It was a good read. It was. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. But again, I feel like maybe if you're a romance reader and you just are here for, like, the love aspect and the, then the, this was so romantic and, oh my gosh, I love Roman aspect of it all, I think you would really enjoy this book. Yeah. I think the reason why we didn't enjoy this book that much is because you and I are both very, like, cynical fantasy readers or the critical yes. fantasy readers. I'm a, and I'm cynical. a critical romance reader, too. I'm very, yeah, I have to be very specific and this was not, not my vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't like how she took him on a walk when he had a literal Wait, leg wound. That is on my that can I read my list? Yes, I want to see your list. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listeners, Callan sent me a screenshot of her list with all of the list part like scrubbed out, so I would be a surprise. So I'm very excited <laughs> about the list. Okay. So the first one that this is why she's dumb from the second half on. This was just not a main character for me. I mean I love strong main characters, and just like you said, she makes assumptions and she acts on them. Maybe it's because her upbringing, I don't know, but her as a person, we would not be friends. Um, I also feel like we don't get, we we have a little bit of our background, but we don't get like enough to like rationalize her choices. Right. There's no, she's so spurned by love, but you've never been in love before. Yeah. You're You're 18. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So we get some, like, based off of what she said, but there's, like, just no emotion behind it. So reason number one, and this is just from the second half on. I'm sure if I went back to the first half, which I will not do, um, there'd be more. But mm-hmm. so she, a civilian, was given an order to leave, and she's running through the trenches over injured soldiers and was like, we have to help them. Very valiant of you, yes. But again, we don't have enough backstory for me to be like, oh, like, you're th- – you know, like if Hermione She's Granger, yeah, Hermione Granger was running through there. I'd be like, I get it. You know, you're smart. You know, we've had seven books to prepare us for this moment. There's good background. Yep. I get why you want to help them. For her, you've never done anything brave. Brave. So, and they're ba- they're basically dead. I see that. But you're a civilian. You're a journalist. You're told to run. It's your first time on the front lines. We had no, no. What are you going to do, ma'am? Up until like a week ago, you couldn't even run a mile. I looked up what a kilometer was. It's 0.6 miles. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Just yeah. watch. Yeah. And then Get when it gets away. to the gas, the the barricades where yeah. they're all, she, there's like literal like dead people. She's like, we have to help them. And then Roman's like, yeah, we need to help them. And then she just holds their hands as they die. Or it's like someone's coming as yeah. they die. Which I get, you know, in war. Yeah. That that is support enough, I guess. I don't know. But like but, it, it, in on the front lines, on the front lines, I really no, liked no. how on the way back to the town, she was holding Lieutenant Lark's hand. I think yes. there was a lot of emotion behind that scene. So I was actually into that scene. And I liked how she was holding his hand and how she said that, you know, she was still holding his hand an hour later when he died. Loved that. I, mm-hmm. I'm totally for that. But ma'am... Um, there's bombs going off. There's, there's grenades flying. You're on the front lines and you're like, but wait, we have to help them. What are you going to do? And like two pages ago, they were like, if you get an order, you need to obey it. She's like, yeah. yes, of course. I am terrified. I'm totally going to do that. Yeah. So all I know Couldn't is that you're not athletically capable of doing anything physical. Two. That was number one. <laughs> that was number one. <laughs> she finally reads Roman's letter, but then she's still all like, Oh, it's because you want to play with some low-class girl. 
slash you're only here because you want to best me and those were her girl did you read the letter right and those were her two lines throughout the whole thing and like we were just saying we don't really have any of her upbringing and like I said knowing that I wrote this that we only have what she says but there's no emotion behind it and he's never done anything right even when they were working at the same place to prove that he's only here to best her right so it's like I get it you have trust issues you have insecurities, but please shut the fuck up. Like if I'm mean, at 18, I had trust issues and insecurities, but if somebody wrote me a letter like that, I'd be like, oh. At 18, absolutely. Yeah. You'd be like, oh my God. Right. This is my soulmate. I think it's it's her trying to do the whole enemies to lovers thing, but it just didn't work out. It didn't work out. Yeah. But also then going back to how in the trenches when he got blown up by a grenade because she's stupid and delayed them because she wanted to help these soldiers, whatever. Mm-hmm. She was then like, I realized that I loved him versus now. Two chapters later, two when chapters he says I later, love you too. Yeah. So, and I get it's because he essentially lied. Did he really know? But I think I would be pissed too. So I see where she's coming from. But also at the same time, I wouldn't then be bringing out like, you only came here to best me. Like if I just had a revelation of feelings for him. So I think it came down to pacing as well. I think pacing was an issue and world building was an issue. And I don't like when the pace is off. So that was number two. Number three. (laughs) Love this list. (laughs) I have the SpongeBob meme. You know, the one where he's like. (laughs) (laughs) And I have it it written like that. Like, let's go for a walk. Okay. Wait, where is it? Let's go for a walk. Oh my god. I was like, girl. And then I was like, maybe we'll go for a walk around the garden. Yeah. You know? No, she goes, let's let's go for a walk to the hill. For like four miles. A hill. And I know because they said that it is over an eight mile, or I'm sorry, an eight minute runaway. An eight-minute run. I mean, some people can do a mile in eight minutes. I can't. But say, because so she, she's a, a slow runner, right? Yeah. So let's say it's like a mile and a half, mile and three quarters. I mean, I don't know what the timing is. But, like, say it's, like, a little under two miles. You're making a man with one leg. Yeah. Fresh stitches. Yeah. Walk two miles. Yeah. Make better choices. Shut the fuck up. Go for a walk around the backyard for a really long time. Yeah. And then come back inside. Yeah. Go and then also, a lot of now, benches. And I said, this dude's sweating. He just had surgery. He's bleeding. What if the hounds come and you have two minutes to get inside? Oh my God. <laughs> you can't carry him. Because <laughs> you couldn't that. hold him up in the hospital room. Which was a chapter ago. I have concerns, um, speaking of the the hounds and where they were at the hill. They're, like, at this house that has seven cats. Yeah. I had, the- I had issues, too, especially when that one got left behind. I had issues. And then she's like, oh, let me put this cat somewhere safe. In the bombing house? Did anyone come get him when I they evacuated? I mean, I hope. I, I mean, she gave him space on the page, so I hope Lilac has scenes in the second I don't one? enjoy how she gave him a new name. <laughs> yeah, he might be confused. That's not his name. Yeah. If I yeah. was actually thinking in my head, if I had seven cats and I counted, 
and there was only six, we would not be leaving. We would not be leaving. We would not be leaving. If we had one cat out of two, yeah. I mean, obviously two is different than seven, but still, if we only had one of the cats, I would be having a mental breakdown until yes. we got the other cat. I understand it's like it's a thing. Clearly, it's a thing like that people do, whether or not it's intentional or like we weren't home and we had to evacuate and the mm-hmm. cat's home. You know, it, shit happens. I can't say an oversweeping rule for everybody, but I did not like how there was one singular cat left behind yeah and then i just got sad because you didn't even have to add that part right now i'm thinking about how many other cats are in people's houses right this period of time right she was like oh let me put him somewhere safe in a upstairs like with the door shut upstairs that's really gonna help these bombs that ani and taylor joy is making right now so whatever i didn't like how he consistently said don't separate from me keep holding my hand like we're gonna stay together don't separate and then consistently like four or five times she was like i'll be right back yes to the point where now the leading plot i assume of book two is because she separated herself from him in the first place when he distinctly asked her not to yeah girl this is entirely your fault yes entirely because if they were still together and forrest still found her then he would have come with them i also love how i mean i guess forrest is dead essentially he's a zombie he might not have emotions or thoughts or feelings but she was like that's my husband and he didn't even blink an eye yeah they've only been he's only been gone for like six or eight months or something not even and your she go, yeah, sister she has said, a husband now oh yeah she said i remember because i'm like again how long has she been here i feel like it hasn't been a long time so i'm trying to think of like how long have they been actually like enemies which was nothing to lovers, mm-hmm. which was 200 pages. So I'm like, how does this translate? <laughs> well, when they got to the apartment, he's like, she's like, oh, I have to tell you something, which why wasn't this one of the first things that you talked to him about? Yes. Mom passed away. And she said a few weeks, she said weeks ago. Girl. So. I think she does. She says she's going to the front lines for like a couple weeks or like the front lines for like a couple days. And she's going to Avalon Bluff for like a couple weeks. It's right here. Yeah, she passed away weeks ago. Three, eight. We don't know, but it's enough weeks. It was. But the time is also irrelevant because these days mean nothing because they all have different names. (laughs) I don't like it. She said something about like Ava's Eve. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Sorry, Enva's Eve. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the last day of the week. And I was like, why did you tell me that on page 342? I didn't even catch that. So going back to the romance, it's like they see each other again. And she's like, I hate you. Why are you here? And the next thing you know, weeks go by and they're married. It's a miss. It's a miss. It's a miss. Yeah. Not the vibe. Paperback besties certified. Not vibe. Not the vibe. Mm Mm-mm. I do feel a little guilty because I really do know that like this is a like a hit book. Like people fucking love this book. Welcome to my life. Yeah, this is the first book that I think that's been like a a pop culture sensation that I have not really enjoyed to the to the welcome to your life party. Like I've never been like in this seat before. And it does feel a little weird. I feel a little guilty. Don't feel guilty. Don't. Um, I don't know why, though. Because yeah. I'm allowed to like what I'm allowed to like. Exactly. And people who did like this book, you know, maybe we can laugh about this while listening. And you guys actually 
maybe explain something to me. I don't know. Tell me what you love about it because I don't know the answer. Or maybe it's like one of those um, like memes that you see where it's like you give a book a five stars, you love it, but then you read a one star review and you're like, yeah, oh, that did yeah. happen, but you still love it. Like, who cares? Yeah. It does feel very insta love. You're right. Yes. It's it's, 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 it's insta love undercover. Like our first date, he's proposing, really. Like the yeah. first time we really hang out is like authentic, not lying. We both know we like each other vibe. He's like, I'm going to propose to you now. And even then I was, because I really like Roman. I think Roman is like a four star romantic lead. I think he's very sweet. But even that moment I was like, yeah, why are you proposing? Yeah. We, you just said that you love her for the first time. Like we don't have to go that far. And I get it. It's in time of war. Yeah. Sure. But again, there, cause like, I know people like when soldiers or future soldiers like enlist, like they go to the courthouse and get married and but there's a I can I know the emotion behind that. Here, mm-hmm. this is just paper and I can take from that like the war stories and like the love stories before war that you hear all around and put it here, but that's the author's job to make me feel that and I just wasn't feeling that. So, yeah. I will say one of my favorite moments though, which is just nothing, but like it was the the morning after that they like finally had sex for the first time, I guess their wedding night or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like they everything was in the dark and then it's daylight and he's like looking at her naked body for the first time and he's just like <laughs> really funny. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's cute. He's like, Do we have time? Yeah, I read like, that. Is- and I was just like, wait one second, because this is always my this is always a joke that Evan and I have where like Game <laughs> of Thrones when like um Rob Stark is like boning his wife uh, who he shouldn't have married anyway and we're just like this is not the time or in <laughs> 1917 um you know that that movie where it's like all in one take and you're just like on the edge of your seat the whole time no okay well you're basically it, it it's all in one take um Rob Stark's in that too is Rob it's Rob Stark is the son Richard Madden okay yeah there's like, so 1917, you're just, like, following them, like, running, like, war the whole time. And, like, the second time was better because I knew what to expect. But the first time, I'm like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. But anyway, the one calm scene is when he's, like, seeking shelter. And it's, like, this woman and her child. And, like, it's the first time he's seen a woman in, like, who the hell knows how long. Jesus. But they don't have sex or anything, but it's just, oh. like, it's just a conversation, you know, whatever. But I'm still, like, this is not the time. Because, like, <laughs> it's, like, they're under attack and I'm, like, <laughs> nervous. I've spent the first two hours nervous. So, yeah, anyway, I'm just, like, oh, my God. But, like, I'm in theater. I'm, like, this is not the time. And every time <laughs> with Game of Thrones, it's, like, you know, people are under attack, but it's Game of Thrones. So I'm, like, this is not the time. Yeah, we are but, busy. Yeah, yeah, they were, like, hey, um, we have to evacuate. And he's, like, do we have time? I was like, shut the fuck up. This is not the time. Literally, Dave. Yeah, I I know you got it wet for the first time. (laughs) But literally, survival, survival. Have you ever seen those, like, even on reels, like, those videos where people are like, oh, fantasy characters talking about birth control? Yeah, I just saw that yesterday. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, did they? Because there's always, uh, like, a bit like that. Like, in romance books, especially modern, obviously modern romance books. I don't know why, but it always, like, bumps me, even though I know that that's, like, a thing that maybe people are like, oh, we, like, we know it's safe. Yeah, it's just... But it's so stupid. Yeah, it's just to, like, oh, like, you know, there's no baby chance happening here. 
Um, yeah, okay. I really like in Fourth Wing how he took he had to take something too. I really appreciated that. I like that Loved too. That. Yeah. But I don't think they did that in this they one. Don't, no. Because oh, we God. Don't, we don't. Jesus. And it would be two weeks. It would be like tomorrow. Yeah. Open the book and she's nauseous because the timeline kind. makes no sense. <laughs> Iris couldn't help but feel a little bit nauseous at the fact that her husband was missing. Her like, husband, okay, Bella Swan. A month ago was her rival. Who was engaged to a lesbian bomb maker. I want her story. I want her story. She seems cool. Yeah, she seems way more intelligent than Iris is, so. Or the um the secretary girl who wants to be a Oh whatever. Yeah. She was fun. Yeah, I liked her scenes. Oh man. Iris just fell short for me. The romance fell short for me. The fantasy world fell short for me. I'm kinda happy it's over. Makes me yeah. sad, but it was a very fast read, so if you're looking to complete your, um, you know, it's September now, so if it's you're true. looking to complete your, your Goodreads challenge, uh, may I recommend Divine Rivals? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, how are you with your Goodreads challenge? I'm, like, almost done. Oh my god, good for you. What is your, what is your challenge? My goal is 52, because um, I wanted to do, like, one a week kind of thing, okay, but clearly okay, okay. that didn't stick, um, and I am at 44. Oh my god, I'm at 43. Ooh. What's your goal? You have a bigger goal 60. than me, Yeah. La- the previous years, it's been 70, but last year I only got to 69, and it kind of really hurt me. Um, so I just said, let's go for 60. Um, actually, I'm at 43, because apparently somehow Chamber of Secrets got recorded twice, so mm-hmm. I just fixed that, and we're back. <laughs> All right. We are oh, high. That is awesome. Yay. Friends challenges. There you are. 43 out of 60 books. Um, but I have to read, so I, I'm on, I have, like, my next couple books planned out. I have what to read. What are they? So, I have 10 on my physical TBR, I think. Good not for in, you. Not including, <laughs> 10. 10 on my physical TBR, not including the book that Evan just gave to me, and um, a book that Mary sent me that was not on my TBR, and it's like a romance. I might read it in December, just for the sake of reading it. And um, I have to read... A Darker Shade of Magic. Yes, you do. I had a blank. Yes. Before the next one comes out because I read them while I had COVID and I was had a 102 degree fever and I don't remember what happened. Yeah. So I have to reread those before the 9th when we go to see V.E. Schwab together. Oh! I'm so excited about that. And I think that I probably, because that's in a couple weeks, it's in like four weeks, like almost a month really because it's the 6th now. So I think that I probably have enough time to read one off my TBR before You have get to get there. into those, Yeah. Yeah. So that means our next buddy read won't be until Fragile Threads of Power. Yeah. I think that's a good buddy read. Yeah, I think so too. It's a great idea. I'm really excited about it. And yeah. we're both going to have signed copies. <laughs> and I'm going to have my signed copy of Addie LaRue too. I know. I have to order mine, but I get paid on Friday, so I'm going to do it then. Perfect. <laughs> I interrupted you. What I'm you reading <laughs> Twice. Um, Silver Linings Playbook Ooh. because football season is starts tomorrow. Um, there you go. So, and it's going to be a quick read. I'm already like 60 pages in and I've spent like no time on it. So I'm excited about that. I got to figure out what books I want to travel with this weekend. Um, what mm-hmm. books I want to bring on the plane. I was like, oh, maybe Happy Place, but it's a hardcover. So I don't know. And I got to figure out what books I would like to buy slash bring when we go to Barbados. I could bring a Kindle and make it travel friendly, but I had something about a physical mm-hmm. copy of a book 
on the mm-hmm. beach, I will not bring my Kindle. I That's a good not. happy place location. Yeah. Because it's like a summary book. Yeah. Again, hardcover, so we will see. Um, paperbacks might be the vibe, but I don't know. Paperbacks are always the vibe. Yes. Hence paperback besties. Yes, but hardcovers are welcome. This is true. Kindle readers welcome. Yes. I love audiobook readers welcome. My Kindle. It's just I I'm so I know people who the Kindle changed their life. For me, I love a physical book. There's nothing better than getting to bed at night with a physical book or on the beach or whatever. The smell of the a smell. Book. I will say this a good compliment about Divine Rivals is that this copy of this book smells really good. Yeah. Uh, mine came from Amazon. Do you think you're going to read the sequel? Depends on what the summary says. Um, but honestly, no. I'm not going to say no, like definitely not. Like I will with Crescent City 3. But it, I right now, no. I think I'm okay with just like a summary, maybe. Did the the epilogue at the end leave you intrigued at all? Like I said, it left me intrigued, yeah. But also, if I, I can't handle the world building of the underworld being subpar. It just can't. Because the underworld is like a thing that you really enjoy. I love it. I don't know why. I do not know why. Let's read the synopsis of the second one. Yeah. There's got to be one out already. The book's coming out in November. Here we go. Oh, boy. Would you like me to read this to you? It's on Goodreads, but I'm going to read it anyway. Okay, read it to me. The epic conclusion to the intensely romantic and beautifully written story that started in Divine Rivals. Two weeks have passed since Iris Winnow returned home, bruised and heartbroken from the front. That's why I said, she oh, no. gets nauseous. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. He's starting to feel queasy. But the war is far from over. Roman is missing, and the city of Oath continues to dwell in a state of disbelief and ignorance. When Iris and Addie are given another chance to report on Dakra's movements, they both take the opportunity and head westward once more, despite the danger, knowing it's only a matter of time before the conflict reaches a city that's unprepared and fracturing beneath the Chancellor's reign. Who is the Chancellor? There's a political system now? We've never established this. <laughs> Sorry. Since waking below in Dakra's realm, Roman cannot remember his past. I will not be reading this book. No. No, no, it's, it's, um, it's the vow meets Helben. There's more. You ready? No, but yeah. <laughs> but given the reassurance that his memories will return in time, Rowan begins to write articles for Dakra, uncertain of his place in the greater scheme of the war. When a strange letter arrives by wardrobe door, how? how? Where, where do those typewriters come from? Roman is first suspicious, then intrigued. As he strikes up a correspondence with his mysterious pen pal, Roman will soon have to make a decision to stand with Dakra or betray the god who healed him. As the, and as the days grow darker, inevitably drawing Roman and Iris closer together, the two of them will risk their very hearts and futures to change the tides of war. No. I'm sorry, I'm not going to read it. That's a trope that I kind of completely forgot existed because I hate it so much. Yeah. It's memory loss trope. Yeah. Going back to that, no, I do not like the memory losses. Um, 
It's giving River Song this Doctor Who. Is I, I don't I did not enjoy their love story in the first book. Um, and the fact that they have to re-fall in love all over again and it has to be on Iris, who we've already established is not intelligent. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm out. I'm out. Um yeah. I would like to be a correspondent for the underworld though, but Yeah. I don't know. I don't I just feel like I feel like memory loss is a easy way out. Yes. It's like why is um why are we doing this all over again now? I also feel like with maybe a hundred more pages, you could have resolved the plot that you left open in this book, with especially with the pacing that you currently have, mm-hmm. and then you wouldn't need a second book. You don't need the memory loss trope. You could just like have a moment and like the climax of the book be, or sorry, like the resolution of the book be her going into the underworld or whatever and saving him, and then this. I got an A plus in script analysis. So then this could be like another little hump in their bell curve of rising action where like the, the front lines and the finding forest and all that stuff. And then like we go into the underworld and then we resolve and that's mm. the end of this book. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be a single book. You didn't need a second book with memory loss and starting the, tr- the storyline all over yeah. again. That's what, that's why as soon as you said memory loss, I was like, yeah, we're starting the storyline all over again. I'm, I don't want to do this again. It's a duology. It's not even like yeah. book seven or book four in a series. And he had like short-term memory loss. It's literally like book one, we did typewriters. Book two, we do typewriters. Well, maybe kind of like you mentioned before, this goes back to pacing. You mentioned in the in the first discussion we had how everything in the dust jacket, the summary happened within the first 184 pages. So maybe it's yeah. like here, I wouldn't be surprised if he had memory loss for like two fucking chapters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're trying to figure out how to get down there. But also we have to tend Keegan's garden. I just. Yeah. It's not, it's so not. we're going to go call up Alex Stern and figure out how she did it with her demon. Um, and it took her a whole book vest. to do it. And yeah. you know what? It was interesting the whole time. And she was intelligent. Yes. Well, TBD besties. besties. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Um, for those of you who stuck around, um, for those of you who like Divine Rivals, um, that's great. We're not judging you. I did too. It was great. What? So if you liked it, I did too. If you didn't, you listened to this episode. Yeah. Or I mean, it's it's it's, it's an analysis. You know, it's this is true. We all allowed our opinions. This is true. Some people like other things I don't like. Some people like pineapple. I don't. There you go. Anyway. Anywho. All right. Well, friends, this was lovely. Thanks for hanging out with us. Stay tuned for next week where we will be talking about something else. Yes. Toodles. Toodles. All right, besties, thanks for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we will see you Monday with another episode. Bye. Bye.